You ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. And welcome to What the Shuck. Uh, the goal of What the Shuck podcast is to provide a platform for people with influential ideas that have either in some way helped me to change my life or can help you to change your life. So throughout this podcast, I'm going to be interviewing people of all professions and arts and honestly, just anybody with a cool idea or story that should be heard. Uh, my guest right now is a guy that has completely changed his life over the past few years and completely taken advantage of everything that's going on with with the coronavirus and just automation, period. Um, so with everything being shut down, um, it's been really cool to see this guy kind of adapt and just take a new page out of a book because there's no plan there's no book on what's going on right now um so my next guest is mr dylan baker thanks for coming on dude yeah i appreciate you having me um i just wanted to bring you on dude because like like i said you've had a pretty crazy transformation um <laughs> you went from you talk about it frequently you worked in a factory and now you've kind of completely changed your life to where you're kind of not only just setting goals but you're kind of like setting course completely um it's been a way that i've not really seen anybody just kind of take and flip the script so it's been really cool to see how you just went from a normal guy that every day uh to something that's completely changed and um it's pretty motivational for me and i know that being from eastern kentucky it's not really a thing that's even like thought of to be possible um so yeah. i actually saw one of your posts and you're talking about how you have you've started making money that a surgeon would make but you're not a doctor <laughs> and it's just like i saw that and i was like that is crazy to see something like that so if you want to touch a little bit on how you've been able to do this and um, just why it's been important for you yeah well you know going back to working in the factory um you know i worked at toyota uh, in georgetown kentucky for three and a half years building cars on an assembly line and you know like most people um when I first got that job, I thought in my mind that was a good job, that it was acceptable to be okay with it. Um, and if you work there, there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, you know, I just really wanted more. Um, I didn't like what I did, but I didn't want to be like a lot of people where they feel like they're stuck and they can't get out. And at times I did feel like that, but, you know, I was just really, um, I was really motivated to whatever the path was, was going to be that I took just to get out of there no matter what it was and you know I tried you know trading stocks I got into real estate a little bit um, I tried multiple things on the internet and none of which really worked for me the way that I thought they would um, but then I was lucky enough to stumble across Amazon uh, and eventually Amazon automation which is essentially leveraging Amazon's platform which as you know is the largest platform you know in the world it's a trillion dollar company and it's only growing um, and you have the ability to sell on there and make a lot of money. And so what I did was, you know, I invested what money I had at the time into mentorship to teach me how to sell on Amazon without buying any inventory, without, you know, holding in any, any inventory, buying anything in advance um, and pretty much making money, um, but not having to spend any to do that. So it's pretty incredible, and so essentially what we're doing is we're listing products on Amazon that we don't physically own or have in our possession. Um, and then what happens is the customers come and they let's say it's a black hat, you know, black uh, hat for $20, right? You're on there as a consumer, you're looking for it, you come and buy it, I now have your $20 in my seller account. I would then go online to another supplier that we already know the product is there for, let's say $5, buy it, and ship it to you directly. So what just happened? You just made twenty or fifteen bucks. And I never owned, seen, or touched the product, you know. And I 
and I never spent the five. I didn't spend the five dollars until you had already paid me 20 and it's sitting in my account. And so I've actually been able to now scale that to a multi-million dollar business per year, you know. So it's been pretty cool to uh, to see that and it's still pretty crazy to me, but I'm just very blessed. Yeah, man, and to touch on a little bit even more of what you even just said, you said that you were working a factory job that most people where we were from would consider to be like, hey, you have a really good job and you've made yeah, it. Definitely. And it's just like that mindset is almost why we are where we are, I feel like, as a country. Um, it just is, it gets so easy and it's just like once you have something that's easy to get by on and I can tell you I was a perfect example of that. You know what I used to look like and it's just like <laughs> to to say that I was complacent would be like very like, I don't know, it just, I, I was very complacent. It's very and, easy to be complacent. And it is, and it is. That's the thing is it's like it's a disease that's like the most easy to take on because it's just like you're comfortable and you can do these things and you, you're getting by on the motions and it's like you're never really elevating yourself though. And I know for me, once I really started taking advantage of, hey, I don't need to have this like victim mentality or this complacent mentality. Uh, it's really helped to change my life and it's obvious with you uh, yours has been a little bit more dialed towards finances but you're a very fit person um, and it's just like it's completely so with everything that we do our mindset is so important it's and it's like if you really really continue to just stay at like where you were and you just said alright I'm going to get by on this Toyota job and like you said there's nothing wrong with that like no, there's I'm, many I'm families who down. are supported. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I want to make sure that I touch on that. Right Same, quick. dude. I'm yeah. not putting Toyota down. Yes. Uh, believe it or not, I'm actually beyond thankful to have ever worked there for two reasons. One, at the time, that was the most money I'd ever had. You know, so like I remember, like when I got the call that I'd been accepted through Kelly Services, and like I was really fired up. You know, in my mind, fifteen, sixteen dollars an hour. I mean, I had never made that, so I mean, I was excited at the time, and uh, but also, you know, working there was really a blessing because I really hated it. But it pushed, like it put me into a corner where like I had to make a decision, like am I gonna just do this for the rest of my life and hate it? Am I going to, you know, bounce around from job to job to job? And, and the problem with that is one, you're quitting everything, so you're becoming a quitter. But two, you, you know, if you're, you switch from this job to this job, and it's also a job that you're not passionate about, you're eventually gonna hate it the same because you're switching to all these jobs that you don't you're not passionate about right so you're never gonna love it so I was very thankful that it actually did make me passionate about something and it was my my hate for that place and I was just very desperate almost to get out of there but I just made it a promise to myself that I wasn't going to leave there until I was at least making what I was making in there outside of it consistently and uh, you know, I mean, unfortunately, if you work there now, you would understand, like, you have very little time. Mm -hmm. uh, I was on night shift. Uh, you know, I wouldn't get home till 3, 4, 5 in the morning. Um, but then I would get up at, you know, 8 or 9. So I only sleep, you know, 3, 4 hours, whatever the case may be. And I, and I did that for two years. Um, and still trying to make it to the gym and still trying to eat, you know, as healthy as I could. And it was really hard, but, like, the only reason, I won't say the only reason, but the main reason that I was able to do that and eventually get out is, you know back to mindset um, your mindset is really everything and something that I am passionate about because what people don't realize is like it financially costs you nothing like to change your mindset like, you can change your mindset for free but if you don't change your mindset it could cost you everything and a lot of people don't realize that most people you know if you ask them they think they have a good mindset but in reality they don't they have a very poor mindset and uh, you know it 
they don't really realize that their life could literally immediately change if they just start changing their perspective and changing their outlooks on things and, and not, you know, always seeing the glass, um, you know, half empty. And, dude, to touch on that again, um, so for me, I know that when you look at things as, all right, I know how to work hard. I know how to be tough. And then it's like, but what is that, what is that in scale to? Nothing. It's like nothing normally really? is exactly. And it's like so many times I would be like, I know how to work hard. I'm a hard worker. And I was like, now I'll go back to myself and I'm just like, oh, my God. That's so you know, silly. <clears throat> the thing is, is, you know, we're actually capable of, you know, a lot more than what we give ourselves credit for. And I think, you know, because I know I'm guilty of this, or I definitely was at one point, um, is I, what I see in people, their biggest problem as far as trying to get to that next level and, and having that mindset changes, they don't ever change their crowd. And I'm not saying that everybody hangs out with bad people, but if you're trying to accomplish a goal that, and the people that are around you, like they have no interest in that, like that's not what they want to do, you know, they want to stay here, but you want to go there, you're never going to hit that goal. And so you'll forever be held back and, and you'll be complacent. And so, you know, one of the first things that I had to do is, you know, I had to break away from, you know, Mainly, almost everyone that I ever hung out with, even if it's up. your friends, yeah, I completely and, and, understand and, and that. there's no disrespect towards any totally. of those people. I, I Dude, still... there's people who I, I today are my best friends, but I don't see them that often. Yeah, and it's not because I don't love them; it's literally yeah. just because I'm just I'm literally working so hard on my podcast, and you're working so hard on your business. It's like, hey, all love, but like, I got to yeah. surround myself around with people that are going to make sure that I'm constantly challenging myself every day to be better version of myself and I know that you're doing that because you're posting about it you're talking about it and I'm only seeing you do that I'm actually seeing the people you do and like it's just like each time I see you post about who you're hanging out with it's like this person's a higher level and it's like a higher level and then a higher level I'll tell you and something it's just, pretty cool is one of the best feelings ever believe it or not is like when I when I travel you know and hang out with all these people network and whatnot when I'm sitting at the table I'm by far the brokest person at the table. And that's important, I, I, I've, I've accomplished the least at the table, and I like to think that, sure, I've done pretty well for myself, but that's how it's supposed to be. You don't want to be, you know, if you're the, what's the old saying, you know, if you're the smartest man in the room, you know, you're in the wrong room. Yeah. I, I get very motivated hanging around people that do much better than me because I think if you're not hanging out, it doesn't matter what industry you're in, what you're trying to accomplish, if you're not hanging out with people that are past you, then, it's going to be really hard for you to push yourself to get to that point. You know, so I find some people would find, you know, intimidation from that. They would belittle themselves, feel inadequate. I feel the exact opposite. When I'm in a room full of really smart people, really wealthy people, I see nothing but motivation and opportunity. And the thing is, is that I think a lot of people are hard on themselves and they think that they're supposed to be at a certain place in their life by a certain time, certain age. And the reality is that none of us have it figured out and there's not a certain, um, you know, time that you should be doing anything. You know, I'm 28. Um, you know, I didn't even start thinking this way until, you know, two and a half, three years ago. And, uh, you know, and my life changed really in the last year more than it had throughout this entire time I've been an entrepreneur. So your life can actually change really fast and you'd be really surprised, you know, the 180 that you can take if you're serious and you put yourself around the right people. Yeah, and for me, the way that I look at that, whether it's in fitness or whether it's in business, is you see those people and you're like, ah, like you look at the human brain, you're like that. If you take our bodies out of our body, you look at that brain, it's like that's the same thing as mine. And it's like if that person can achieve that, then I can. 
And if you see that room for growth, then it's just motivation to get better every day. And I, I'm the same way. I never take that as like an insult. I'm never no. like, oh, I'm the worst person in the room. I'm like, you should be excited to be that. Exactly. If you're the worst person in the room. You should be excited because there's a lot of opportunity there for growth. And I think you know, I think people's worst enemy. Well, your worst enemy is yourself, obviously. Your you're ego. the hardest on yourself. But social media, if used improperly, which is how 99.9% of people use it, is the worst because people get on there and they compare compare themselves to other people and i don't care who you are you know me included your social media is like your highlight reel right yeah totally no no one's seen all all the mistakes all the mess ups all the behind the scenes no one's really seen that and so if you're a person out there that you're looking at you know someone's social media and you know you get disappointed because you're not where they're at or you don't look the way they look or you're not able to do the things they're doing you're really doing yourself a disservice because one the chances are their life isn't really like the way they're portraying it either you know they have their own problems as well but two is you you know comparing yourself that's that's not how you should use social media i use it as a tool sure for my business but also the people that i follow i find inspiration from mm-hmm. you know i challenge myself to do the things that they're saying to do because they've already been there you know they've already made the mistakes and honestly you know following certain people has really helped me elevate my life and you know i credit a lot of my success to yeah, I mean sure I had to do the work, but people that don't even personally know me, I owe a lot of thanks to because uh, they really changed the way that I think about stuff and you know, it's all about perspective. If you're on social media comparing yourself and and feeling inadequate, either you need to change the way you think or you need to quit using social media. But use it as a tool to network with people that are where you want to be, you know, because most people, believe it or not, uh, no matter how much money they have or status, um, they're actually willing to help, you know, and they enjoy that. Yeah. So, you know, don't ever hesitate to reach out to those people. And two things I want to touch on from what you just said. Um, so I feel like, like you said, so many times people are reluctant to be transparent about their failures and what they've done to yeah. fuck up. And, dude, I can tell you 100% I've messed up so many times <laughs> on this podcast. And it's just like I don't know how to do and record audio and edit it and oh, post man. it and, like, start a website. But the thing is you got to do it. And, I, and, and it was so important to me because I did follow people. And there were so many people on Instagram and there were so many people on YouTube. And that's literally why I started a podcast because I looked at those people and I was like, wow, if those people can do this, I can do it. Absolutely. And I drew major influence from them. And, like, they would say, man, you're going to fuck up. It's part of the game. But the thing is, is you got to be in there doing it. And it's like if, if you're going to fall down, the thing is, is like that you at least knew you were trying. And for me, getting my website started was the absolute hardest thing ever. And it wasn't because I couldn't get the website started. It was because I couldn't figure out how to get my RSS feed to go to Apple Podcasts. And that literally killed me for like a month. And it was like I literally had to do everything to study how to do that. <laughs> yeah. But now I know how to do that easily. So for you, what can you say is like one big fudge up you've had? I know you, like you said, as a entrepreneur, <laughs> as an entrepreneur, one's, what's one that comes to comes to mind? Like, before, before, or or during both. entrepreneurship? <laughs> yeah, both. Just because people need to know, like, sure. what, what happens when you're not, and and then once you have reached it, to like, what sure. what are two well, things? Let me tell you something. Before entrepreneurship, you know, the majority of my life was spent doing nothing but mistakes. Okay, Liter- same. Literally nothing but mistakes. Whether it was maybe getting into a little bit of trouble growing up as a as a teenager. Um, you know, and just pretty much like any wrong decision that could be made, that was the decision I was making. And so, uh, you know, but at the same time, those are the best learning tools if you actually try to learn from them. And so I don't regret any of that. And as an entrepreneur, I mean, let me tell you, my first year of entrepreneurship, 
I lost over thirty thousand dollars, you know, trying to work with certain people and 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 you know putting my trust into uh, things that I probably didn't do enough due diligence on. And I think you know you can look at that one of two ways. You can look at that and and say you know I, I was right, my fear was right, and now I should just never do anything again, you know and. That way I don't have to worry about losing any more money um, through risks, I guess. Or two, you know, you learn obviously these people aren't the right people to work with, but that doesn't mean that things don't work. And, you know, believe it or not, uh, my current partnership with one of my business partners, um, we actually met through a, a bad business deal that I unfortunately had to experience with someone else um, who my current business partner knew nothing about. But because I knew this guy, um, I ended up meeting, you know, just at a random event, the guy who I'm now in business with, who we made all this money together and become really good friends. So, you know, at the time when I had lost, because uh, that was $20,000 that I had lost in one setting, in one deal, um, almost immediately. And, um, you know, I was really down. Um, but it turns out to be, you know. Serendipitous. Uh, yeah, I mean, God works in mysterious ways. And, you know, here I am actually going to, probably do something I shouldn't do meeting this person to make sure I get my money back and then end up stumbling across who is now my business partner we have some conversations and now we've made you know more money than I could have honestly ever imagine making in such a short period of time and it's just been a blessing and so you know I guess if you could take anything away from that is you can't let fear and mistakes and um, and problems derail you from you know what you're trying to accomplish because if you think you can avoid the mistake you you're already lying to yourself. The mistakes are inevitable. The key is just to try to maximize off of those mistakes, not repeat them, and hopefully learn from someone who has already made these mistakes. That way, he can, he or she can, you know, speed up your uh, learning curve, and you don't have to make the same mistakes they've made. Yeah, man. And um, so, obviously, that was what you did at the beginning. Um, so that has worked out. So, what, what's a problem that you've maybe stumbled upon, or an issue that you've maybe faced as? you've been successful so once um, once once the cheddar started stacking up okay honestly um, it's kind of cliche to say but um, you know I won't call out any names but you know the more money that I've made I feel like some people come out of the woodwork mm-hmm. um, went to rekindle friendships Understand all, all of a sudden um, you know I kind of ask for handouts um, which anyone that knows me knows I'm the last person that's going to do that um, you know, you're going to get what you deserve, like, you know, from the work you put in. Um, but now with that being said, I love helping people. I love seeing people take action, change their life in any industry. I will always go out of my way to help somebody that's going against the grain and doing something different that everyone else thinks is stupid, you know, only because they're just too scared to take the leap of faith. So that's probably the biggest thing that I've had to struggle with is kind of just realizing who's real and, and who's not and having to cut them out of my life because it is for the best. Um, and also having to sacrifice spending time with maybe people that you'd like to spend time with, um, you know, because you're chasing a goal and you know that unfortunately the more time that you give, you know, these people, the less likely you are to reach your goal. So you just have to be willing to do a lot of things alone. But how important is your goal to you? Well, and, and it's not the, like you don't love that person. It's just like it sounds selfish when you say I love myself so much that I want to make this happen. But it's like what's wrong with that? You know what I mean? There's nothing, There's nothing wrong, with, wrong that. with that. And, and it's really sad that people would hold that against you. But I feel like a lot of the times when people do hold your potential against you, it's because they weren't willing to do what you just said. It's they're scared and they're 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 petrified by the fear and they're like, I'm I can't move. And it's like 
I, I literally used to be that person. I would talk about, oh, I'm not going to the gym. This guy's over there lifting 400 pounds, and he's he's a I pro. can't do nowhere near that. Yeah, yeah, I could never do that. Oh, yeah. yeah. When there was really never anything to do with that guy doing that, it was just like I was scared to just go put in the work. And it was like, I, I knew I could probably do that if that guy could do that, but I was just afraid to actualize my potential. And I find that there's so many times that we wrestle our ego that's going to be for positive, but also for negative. And it's like, so as you've, as you've gained success, how have, have you been able to combat that? Because ego is obviously probably increased. I mean, you're making more money. Um, Life's, yeah. You're driving a nicer new car. Yeah. Like, so how do you combat ego and just keep driving and, and to keep actualizing that potential? I really like that question because unfortunately, you know, I do see a lot of people that start to have success change. Um, but change can be good, but it can also be bad um, depending on how you're changing. I see a lot of people treating people differently because they've had more success. Um, you know, they're, they're more quick to maybe belittle someone or, or act better than someone. I've honestly not had to combat that. Um, I don't. I'm. I genuinely don't believe money will ever change how I treat people. I don't think I'm better than anyone. I. I feel like I'm the exact same person that I've always been towards people. What's changed for me is my perspective and my mindset and understanding like what is worth my time and what isn't. Um, because there's definitely a difference. Like you waste your time doing a lot of things that have no benefit, and you have to combat that because it's really easy to fall into things that are not going to help you reach your goals because those are the easier things to do those are easier choices like not going to the gym you know not eating the you know the the healthy foods you know whatever the case may be not you know putting the extra hours of studying in you know so if anything what i've had to combat is just um honestly trying to not just at least when i first started making money making some stupid purchases yeah that was probably the first thing which i didn't I see that being yeah, an issue. i mean <laughs> I've, I've overcome that now. Um, I never really made any stupid purchases. I mean, I did buy, you know, a pretty nice car that I really don't need. But I do love it. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's probably the thing that I've had to, to struggle with, at least, is just knowing that you could buy a lot more than you've ever been able to. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get lost in that. But, uh, you know, if you surround yourself with the right people, they can help you stay grounded and and put that money to good use instead of blowing it on things that have really no value. Because we're from a place where it's like you you get your stimulus check or you get your welfare <laughs> check and we go blow it on whatever. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, I honestly was never, that was never anything I had to face myself, but it was just like I would see people do that. And it was like, man, I worked really hard for this. It's like, I'm not going to just throw this on nothing. It's uh, I've, I've really found since I've been able to start like I said, actualizing my potential. It's like whenever I do get money, it's like I'm not ever throwing it into material items anymore. I used to when I was like so complacent and so sad and just like, oh, life's hard and stuff. And it's like so weird because you would think like as you start working harder and you start getting better, you would be more likely to fall to those remedies. But it's like I really am like the opposite of that now. It's been really rewarding. So um, we can... I wanted to kind of like leave with a couple more questions and then we'll get off here. But um, what's some words of advice that you would give to people who are um, from where we're from and how to break away from the herd to be a more successful entrepreneur? Yeah. Um, You know, I would say this is that you can't really listen to what anyone has to say as far as uh, a lot of people are always going to have an opinion about you. Um, 
and it doesn't matter what what route you're taking you know somebody will always have something negative to say so just you know if you have a goal in mind all those corny cliche you know quotes and things that you hear those are all they're all accurate though like you, know, you really can do whatever it is that you want to do um i can tell you right now i'd say there was little to no one um that thought that i would be doing what i'm doing today uh, all these years growing up and i was one of them at some some sometimes i was i didn't think i would be doing this either and so you know my biggest advice would be just to you know put your head down and and realize that you know ultimately you can really do whatever it is that you want to do but you also have to be willing to you know cut ties with a lot of people and and really go all in and i think that's what holds people back the most is they they put one foot in and one foot out and they never fully commit and therefore it ends up not working out the way that they was hoping it would and then they just immediately you know give up or say it doesn't work uh, when in reality they never fully committed right so if you really you know if there's something out there that you really want to do you just have to you know not listen to anyone else's bullshit and just do it you know yeah. and that's what i did and you know it wasn't like it was overnight you know i mean i've been an entrepreneur now for about two and a half years um as far as without a job you know but i you know four years ago i started working on myself so it's not like i've become an overnight success and i'm still really far away from where i want to be um so you have to be careful to never get complacent but at the same time you know i believe in momentum and, and once you start taking those action steps to improve you know the ball just keeps rolling yeah and um that was an awesome way to end things um what would you say as far as like um in terms of so so one thing that w i see you uh, talk about frequently and and is manifesting your success mm -hmm. uh, for me i want to have one of the best podcasts in kentucky if not america sure and people are like well you can't do that and then, like you said it's just like well if i have that mindset i can't do that but if i put in the work and i'm trying to do this and i'm putting up the reps it's gonna happen. How many, how many interviews have you done? So at the very beginning of this year, I had done one interview. Okay. Now I've done 35. So this and my is, goal was 52. So I'm like, crush that. This is a, we're starting the sixth month of the year. Yeah. Um, you're more than halfway to your goal. I mean, that's just the thing is goals are actually way more attainable than most people think they are. They, Truly. They think things are so uh, you know far fetched and out of reach, and that's just really not the case. Like I believe I'm I'm a really big believer and writing things down. Um, it may sound silly. Uh, for any of you readers out there, I, I highly, highly recommend the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Um, it, it literally changed my life. my planner. I write everything down in this. You all have to. Goals, all my, my schedule, everything is in this. One of the biggest things, there's a thousand brilliant takeaways from that book. I'm telling you, that's a must read for anyone. What is the book? Think and Grow Rich by Think Napoleon Hill. Please go and get that book, download it by whatever. It really will change your life if you do what it says. One of my favorite things in that book is it talks about writing your goals, okay, and reading them uh, aloud, you know, whether it's all day long, at least first thing in the morning, 5, 10, 15 minutes, aloud though. Some people think that's, that's silly, but it really does work, and at night before bed, but even to be more specific, don't just write stuff like, I want to be in shape, I want to be a millionaire. That's not specific. How are you doing? You have to write specific goals. I want to be, you know, if your goal is to be a millionaire, you know, today is what, June um, 11th, you know, 2020. You would say, you know, I want to be a millionaire, you know, by June 11th. I'm going to be. No, I want to be. I'm going to be a millionaire by June 11th, you know, 2021. You know, it's a specific go. Um, you have to write specific goals. You know, I'm going to be in the best shape of my life by this day. 
and that stuff works man i still do that i definitely I, agree i still do that big or small go um because i really believe in that i have my goals on my notepad i have them on, a, on my phone on an actual notepad that i write on i do think pencil and paper is best or pen and paper but um because you actually it's from your soul i feel like when you yeah. actually do it well there's a study there's been many studies out there that that say that 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 sticks in your brain you know much more i just find even clear. reading a book as opposed to to reading book yeah, I, yeah. I just i'm the same way yeah. i like to see things um because i like to reread it um yeah i mean i'm telling you just writing things down will go a long way i think it's the little things like that that people overlook that could really just improve their life i mean immediately um, i mean today if you started doing that you would see an improvement and you know your goals are not as far out of reach as you think you just got to stop listening to people and and if i could leave off with anything i would say quit asking people advice that don't have what you want that's everyone's biggest problem is they go and ask somebody who's not in shape about if they should start working out you know or who maybe isn't the most uh, wealthiest you know they'll ask them about financial advice you know on how to should i start my own business of course they're going to say no so you, you just don't ever need to ask anybody that doesn't have what it is that you want about anything that it is you're trying to get because you're always going to leave with a disappointed answer. And unfortunately, most people do that, and then they take that person's advice to heart, and it prevents them from ever even getting started on anything. You know, when I first started telling people, I'll never forget it. It was such a humbling moment for me when I was in Toyota, and I would tell people I'm going to be a millionaire. And I just, I really distinctly remember this one moment that I'm sitting in the break room, and I don't really remember what started the conversation, but somehow we got talking about dreams and goals, and I was like, no, I'm going to be a millionaire. I'm not going to be here forever. I'm going to be out of here soon enough. I remember this guy looking at me, like, dead in the eyes and, like, just laughing in my face, and he was like, you'll never leave here. You'll never be a millionaire. So you should just get that out of your mind. I didn't say anything else. I was just like, okay, we'll see, you know, to myself. And, um, you know, definitely didn't happen overnight, but... You know, I mean, I'm very happy that, uh, you know, a lot of people would take that and maybe never even start. You know, I see everything as motivation. Any tool that I can use to fire myself up even more than I already am, by all means. Dude, I think that's an awesome way for us to cut off. Um, where can everybody find you on social media? And where can people get in touch with you about uh, doing the automation with yeah, the definitely. Amazon stuff? Um, you know, for those of you all who have Instagram out there, my uh, handle is at RealDylanBaker. Um, I post pretty much everything Amazon related every day on there and uh, you know it's a good opportunity for anyone that's looking to make you know significant passive income and I think we could both agree Amazon's not going anywhere anytime soon so I mean if you're you know if you're wanting to make you know six seven figures you know long term Amazon's the move and anyone can do it you know I'm not special it doesn't require any special knowledge to do what I do it literally doesn't require any knowledge at all because we're partnering up with you you know, so we're doing the heavy lifting for you. You know, you just have to come, you know, ready to invest. And, you know, follow me on there and, you know, we can talk more. And if you have any questions, you can also DM me and I'll get you in contact with Dylan. Um, for everybody listening, thank you all so very much. I don't even know if this is still recording. We might have been recording over an hour or so. If it was on live, it's already gone. But oh, man. we're definitely going to still be on here. Uh, but I appreciate it so much, man. And thank you for listening to What the Shuck. Uh, we're here from Mirror Twin Brewery. I had some awesome beers, uh, but you guys should totally come check it out. Um, love you all. Live the dream. Awesome. Yeah. How was it? Dude, that, that was, was pretty awesome. good, man. Yeah. I don't even know if this is.